The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. We begin today's daf on Lamed Bet, Amud Bet, and we are three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines from the bottom, starting with the words of Papa. Let's just review where we're holding in this sugya. We had a Braita on yesterday's daf. The Braita, I repeat, was a case of a Dechnas Tachanoto Shel Nagat. person went into the store of a carpenter Shalobirshut. He didn't have permission. Panav. And the guy was cutting the wood, the carpenter, and a piece went and killed the guy. So the dean of the uh, Braita was Umet, and the guy died. Patur. He's Patur, he's Patur from Galut, he's Patur from everything. Because he went in, Shalom Bereshut. But if he got permission to come in, he saw him come in, he knew he was there, he let him come in. Hayav. So it says Hayav. So the question is, um, the Gemara, my Hayab, the Gemara said above, what does Hayab mean? So Amar Abiyo Seber Abiyo Harina, Hayab bedalit devarim. He's Hayab in the four payments, if he damaged him. Because damaging, even if you're not a Poshaya, well, it doesn't matter, you have to pay, you have to pay everything. In this case, it's called Shekeri, he's a Poshaya. He let the guy come in, therefore he's considered a, a damage, and if he has to pay four payments, he doesn't have to pay the fifth payment of Boshet, because Boshet you only pay if you had to damage, and then it says upatur megalut. Oh, so the Gemara analyzed what's the pshat patur megalut. Why in this case be patur megalut? So Rava, so the one interpretation we explained is patur megalut that he doesn't even qualify for galut because it's less than a galut situation. And he brought an ayah from Yaar, and what a Yaar that both people entered their, uh, you know, their own uh, their own rishuyot. And what, uh, in that case over there, um, the Gemara's language was, I'll read it to you, the fish in the domain Ya'ar, it's not similar to a Ya'ar. Ya'ar, Zedri Shutoniknas, Fedri Shutoniknas. Each one enters their own Reshut. Zedri Shut Haveroniknas. In this case over here, he entered the Reshut of his Haver, which means he entered the Reshut of his, uh, of, of, of his neighbor, and therefore, you're in your friend's reshut. Uh, 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 Therefore, he held no galut. Rabbi came along and said, what are you talking about? Kava Homer. Certainly, he should be hayav uh, galut. Why is he patum galut? Because he's karov le mezid. Because he doesn't qualify for a galut. What do you mean he doesn't qualify for a galut? Because he's too mezid. Uh, you let the guy come in, you got to be careful. Only shogays go to galut. Mezids don't go to galut. That was Rabbi's understanding. And Rabbi said, by the way, that's what Abiyo said meant also. Patur Megalut, not because it's less of a reason to go to Galut. Ela, he's more guilty. And because he's more guilty, he's Karol Lemezi. That's how we understood the Braita uh, on uh, yesterday's death. Now the Gemara says, 
Rapapa had a different way of understanding the shita of Rabbi Yosef. He read it on the first case of the Braita. Oh, he entered the, 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 the store of the Nagar without permission. And he got hit by a piece of wood. And on that case of Patur, Rabbi Yosef that he's going to be Hayav in the four payments. Now why is he going to be Hayav in this case over here in the four payments? Well, because we said you're only Hayav in the four payments if you're a Poshaya. Here the guy came into the store without permission. So that she says he's still a Poshaya because he saw him. Once you see the guy coming into the store, you know you're going to give him permission, you got to be careful. And the fact that you weren't careful, so in that case, Rabbi Yosef was saying Hayav. Hayav in the first case, you're going to be Hayav in Dalit Devarim. And what? Upatur Megalut. Oh, why are you going to be Patur Megalut? Oh, that's going to be Mamash Patur. Because what? You're Anus. What do you want? The guy came into your store, he didn't ask permission. So in that case, he's saying you're going to be Patur Megalut. So the Gemara now is Doresh. Man de Matnila Asefa. According to the opinion that learned that the B.O.C. was poter from Galut in the Sefa case, called Sheken Areja, almost in the first case. If he's patu from Galut when he had permission to come in and he killed him, certainly he's going to be patu from Galut when he didn't have permission. Umad dematni la Areja, but the opinion that learns patu me Galut on the first case, yeah, that's because he's Anus. Avala Sefa, Kevandim Bershut, since he had permission, Hayav. Galut. He's going to be Hayab Galut according to According to the Yosef, it depends where you're learning his statement. That statement that he said, Hayab Medalit Devarim Upatur Megalut. Was it on the Resha of the Braita? Was on the Sefa. If you say it was on the Resha of the Braita, that what? Oh, I thought you were going to say Patur from Galut. When the guy, he, he didn't have permission to come in. Oh, but if he had permission to come in, Hayab Galut. But if you're saying, even if he had permission to come in, he's going to be Patur from Galut. Certainly, when an permission to go, God, definitely be patur galut. That's the way of the so comes the Gemara and says, "Umi hayav galut." Now the Gemara goes along and has a, another question: Is indeed where well, let's say the fellow got permission to come in? So according to this version of it, you're telling me that what if he had permission to come in? So then he's going to be hayav galut. Only in a case where he didn't have permission to come in. Oh, so he's anus. If you have a bitch to come in and he killed him, is that so? Well, what's the problem? When he had permission to come in, is he need Hayab Galut? Why? What's the story? A guy went into the store of blacksmith. Napah is a blacksmith. There is fire over there. And as the blacksmith was working, some of the sparks uh, jumped off. And it killed the guy, Patur. Oh. Even if he got permission, he's going to be Patur. And you're telling me now that if he got permission, he's Hayat. So we have a contradiction. So come to Gemaran says, Shulia Dinafe means he's a student, he's an apprentice. Which means the guy's coming in. Over there, he's really an apprentice. So therefore, it's almost as if the apprentice maybe has uh, has a shoot uh, to be there. Comes the says, oh, so therefore what? So he has a shoot to be there. 
So still you're telling me he's patur. So Gemara says, Shuriyad de nafre le miktenaka'e? Understand? Just because he's an apprentice, what? So he's only, you have to kill him? Why? He's standing to die? You tell him, oh, the guy's an apprentice. Oh, apprentice, if you killed him, you're patur from Galut. Wait a minute. Why? Because he's an apprentice, he's, he's a student. So why should he be patur from Galut? Because he killed a student. So Gemara says, Kishirabo mesarhev bo latset ve'enu yotze. Oh, because the master was telling him, get out, please. Go away, move away. And he didn't listen. So Gemara says, Oh, should if he can kill him? Because he didn't listen, he can kill him? He should still go. He killed him with the, with the, with the, with the fire. He should still go to Galut. So Gemara says, no. Kasabud yatsa. He thought he went out. Which is the case of talking about the guy's an apprentice. The guy walked in. The master told him, listen, move away, move away. And, he, and he's working. He didn't, no, he didn't listen. He figured he walked away. And all of a sudden he starts banging away and somebody took one and killed the guy. In that case already you're considered Anus. They're going to be Patur from Galut. So he had permission to be there, but he told them to go out. He thought he listened. He didn't. So the Gabbana says, What do you got to give a case of an apprentice? Anybody for that matter. He says, give me a regular case. What do you have to give me? Give me a regular case. A guy walks into the store. You tell him to go out. And he doesn't listen to you. Uh, so you're going to be uh, Patur. Well, what did you have to give me a case of an apprentice? Another guy doesn't have fear of his master, so the guy doesn't, the, 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 the uh, expert, the blacksmith, when he tells the guy to go out, he doesn't assume that he listens. So therefore, if he kills him, you're guilty. However, here, it's a student. So he figures when he tells him to go out, he's going to listen to him. So he doesn't even pay attention. He's working. Do me a favor. Uh, go out, go out, move away, move away. He, he thinks he's going to listen to him. Sure enough, boom, the guy's right there. So, they killed him. Patur from Galut. You know why? In that case, even though he came in Bershut, you're an honest in that case. Because you, you, you didn't anticipate, you thought, you, you thought the guy's going to listen to you. Oh, but a regular guy? You tell him to get out, and he doesn't listen. You have Galut. Why? Because that case over there, you can't assume he's going to listen to you. There's no fear to listen to you. Therefore, he's going to stay in. So that's the case. There's a difference between a... Regular, not God, according to this last version of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, oh, in the first case where he had no reshut, that's going to be patu from Galut. Because he's anus. But if he had reshut to come in, he'll be hayav Galut. Oh, when you have reshut, you hayav. But by the case of the, of, the, of the blacksmith, he had reshut, and he's patu from Galut. No, that was a student. Oh, a student, you can kill students? No, a student where he told the guy, he told the student, go out. And he didn't listen. Okay, he listen, so he can kill him. Ah, he thought he'd listen to him. Why would he have thought he'd listen to him? Because he's a student. He thinks he's listening. So what do you want from the guy? But a regular guy in the Khirameh, a regular guy that comes in, according to this version, Birshut, uh, uh, then in the Khirameh, according to the second version, he'll be Hayab Galud. Because he's there, again, permission. Okay, now we have a third version of the Biyosef. So far, we have two verses of Rabbi Yosef. First version, he said his statement on the Sefa, on the case where he came in with permission, that is Hayav Vedale Devarim Patur Megalut. Second version, he said it only on the Resha, where he came in without permission. Hayav Vedale Devarim, because still you saw him there, so you should have been cognizant that he was there, but you mean Patur from Galut because you're an Anus. Now we give the third version of what the, where Rabbi Yosef said it, in a totally different context. Oh, we're talking about a case over here 
A guy killed the shogeg. How did he kill the shogeg? He had an axe, right? And he banged a tree. And a piece of wood went flying. And it says, and the piece of wood found somebody, meaning it flew, found somebody and killed them. Gemara says, Prat atzmo. To the exclusion of a, of a guy that found the piece of wood. That means he stuck his head out to receive the piece of wood. Gemara explains, a guy, let's say, threw a stone. And this guy stuck his head out to receive it. Wasn't just sitting there and got hit. He made an action. He stuck his head out. Why? Because Torah says, It found you. Not that you found it. Also on this, Yeah. The guy that does this, uh, uh, if he kills him, he'll be patu v'galut. However, if he damages, hayab arba'a devarim. But he'll be hayab arba'a. Why? Because you're a poshaya. Because bottom line, you threw the rock in the area where there was people. So the reason the guy stuck his head out, what are you throwing a rock in a place over there where there's people? And what's the rule of the four payments? So long as there's pishia, you make all four payments. So that's what the Biyosei was saying this statement. Though, but a totally different case. Guy threw a rock and the shoot at a beam. Guy stuck his head out to receive it. Oh, he killed him? Patu from Galut. Why? Prat the Mamsi Tatsmo. Oh, but if he damaged him, he pays. Why? Because you're a Poseya. Oh, man, dematni la aha. Oh, according to the opinion that learns the Biyosei statement on this case, called Sheken Akamaita. Certainly, on the case of the Kamaita, that what? That if you hayav be'arba'ad devarim, in this case, where you threw it into the area where there's people, certainly you're going to be hayav arba'ad devarim when a guy comes into your store, even though you didn't give him permission, but you saw him there. You see the guy there, where you're considered a pispose, what are you continuing working? You're right, you didn't give him permission, but it doesn't give you permission to continue to work. So if you're going to hold that, when a guy just throws, he didn't see anybody, he just threw a rock in a, Crowded area, you're going to be certainly on the Nesha, when somebody comes to your store without your permission, but you see him, certainly you're going to be without the Varim. Uman de Matnila. Akamaita. Oh, but according to the opinion that learns that what? On the Kamaita, on the first case, which means, according to the opinion that said, what's, what's the Kamaita? The Kamaita is the case of um, Ah, right. That's the carpenter case where he saw him come into the store. Oh, if you're learning it on that, because he saw him come into the store. That's why it's going to be Hayab al Dalad al He didn't give permission, but he saw him. Abal Aha, Patule Gamre. But in this case, we put together. Why? Because you didn't see him, Baklal. He just threw it in the area. He didn't know if anybody was in the area. So there'll be a nafkamina in this version. The nafkamina is on the dalad devarim. According to this understanding, dafka we threw it in the public. Oh, if you say that, there's going to be hayav without devarim. Oh, if you hayav in that case, certainly when you saw the guy come to you, still be hayav without devarim. Oh, but if you learn it only in the case where you saw when he came to the store, in this case, she'll be patu because you didn't actually see. Anybody just threw it, happened to me, there was people there. Okay, very good. Comes to me and says, Tarurabanan. Po'alim, workers. Sheba'olit po'asikhanam abalabayit. Okay, okay, so they want to get paid. 
Workers want to get paid, so they go to the to their employer's uh, house. So they walk into the house to get paid. What happened? All of a sudden, the shot of the Balabite gored them. Or the dog of the Balabite bit them. Vamit. And they died. Patur. The Balabite is off the hook. Doesn't have to pay. Doesn't have to compensate them. Mazir Patur. Patur, you have to pay kofir. Normally, if an animal of a person kills, you have to pay kofir. You have to pay a penalty. You have to pay money to the Yorshi, to the inheritors. This case of it, no kofir. I don't know why. We'll see. The harim omrim, rasha'in po'alim litpawa sikharam mibba'alabayit. Others say, no, workers have a right to claim their paycheck from the balabayit. You know what that means? We will see the Gemara. Hechidame. What's the case now? Let's get into the details. If the employer, the one that's got to pay out the money, if he's frequent in the city, meaning you could find the guy, so therefore, why does Ahirim say that you can go into the house and get paid? What should you have to go into the guy's house for? He's frequent. You can find him in the city. Go find him in the city. Go one day to the office and get paid. You have no right to go into the house. So again, if you're learning a case where the guy can be found in the city, then there's no reason why anybody should say that the Baal Abayit should be Hayav. That the, oh, that the employer should be Hayav. Who is should go into the guy's house without permission? It seems they went into his house. It's time they just walked into the guy's house. Oh, so you walked into the guy's house. So Ahayim said, hey, listen, they have a right to get paid. We have a right to get paid. What did the guy say? The guy's found in the city. Go, go, go find him somewhere else. Now, Now, if you tell me the case is talking about where, no. That's where he is. He's only found in the house. What do you want from Tanakama? They, they went to the place to get paid, and that's the only place where they could find him. So the Chaura, they should be, uh, 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 it should be Hayaf. Because they exactly. Why are you saying, uh, why are you saying Patur? What I says, Lot Sericha, Begavrad Shiha, uh, sometimes he's at home, sometimes he's not home. You can find him, you can't find him. He's all over the place. Vekari Ababa, also, what was the case? They knocked on the door. They knocked on the door of the house. And he said to them, Yes. Now, what does that mean, yes? Does yes mean come in? Or does yes mean. Wait outside, I'll come and bring you your paycheck. So give what says. Mor savar in ulta mashma. Ulta means, oh, yeah, come in. And therefore when they come out, the, guy, the, the dog mauls the guy to death. So that case over there, patur, which means, uh, 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 not patur. In, in that case over there, you gave him permission to come in over there. You have over there. Because he, you told him to come in. That's the shita of Aharim. Aharim say, uh, the, oh, the, the workers have a right to come in, yeah, because the owner told them, come on in. He didn't say come on, he said in. And he understands in to mean in. Ulta. So therefore, now all of a sudden, the dog mauls the guy to death, you'll be hayav. Umor sabar in kum adduchtach mashma. Stay where you are. I'll come out and give you your money. Oh, so when these guys go in, hey, where should I go in? You came in at your own risk. Now the dog mauls the guy to death, patur. 
So the mahluk is how do you interpret? Again, it's a case where the guy sometimes over here, sometimes over there. So, so, so it's a 50 50. You, you, you can't find them there, always can't find them there. So you went to the house, it knocks on the door. In. How do you interpret in? In means come in. Now come in and already you invited the guy in. Now already you're on the hook if you, if you, if you don't kill the guy. Or does in mean, yes, please stay there. I'll come out and give it to you. Oh, then if they went in, so then already they're going, the owner's going to be patur. Tanya keman damar in kum aduchtak mashma. We're going to bring a bright that that's master that the word in is what? Stay where you are. Don't come in. The Tanya po'el shenichnas letboas echarom ebala bayi. Same case, a poel, a worker went into the to the house of the balabai to get paid. Then I balabai. Oh, the his ox gored him to death, or his dog bit him to death. Patur, Even though he entered Birshut. so the Gemara says, "Amai patur." What do you mean? If he entered Birshut, why should he be patur? Oh, so that cannot be the case. Because if the guy told him, come on in, then, uh, of course, of course oh, the, the owner is going to be hayaf. Elalav dekare ababa. Must be called in from the door. Amar in. And what? in kum aduchtach mashma. It must mean that in means stay where you are. That's why if they came in, and the door kills them, the owner is going to be patur. So we have a brighter to support the opinion that says in means Comes the next Mishnah. Okay, you have two shores. They're tams. What's the law of a tam? How does a tam pay? Hatsinezik. Migufo. Correct? So you have two tams. Shahabluze itze. They two two shores. They they, they go to each other. Mitshalmim b'motar hatsi nezik. Okay, how do you make the calculation? Very simple. <coughs> this short damage, this short, this short damage, that short. So there's damages on both sides. So you calculate the difference between the nezik and the difference. You split it, and that's hatsi nezik. Uh, this guy damaged a uh, hundred dollars. This short damage the. Uh, $50, okay, so there's a $50 difference between the damages, so the $50, so $25, you calculate the difference between the two damages, you always we were giving a case over here where a short damages another short, there's only one uh, short getting damaged, here two shorts are colliding, damaging each other, so both have claims, you owe me, you owe me, so you calculate the difference, and the difference is better, that's all it is. Again, we didn't say Look at Rashi. She's all the way on top. Six lines down. Bemotar. Motar means the remainder. You calculate what the damages are over and above of the other one. And the guy who damaged more pays uh, Hatsin Ezek. Shnehim Mu'adim. Now let's see the case. Both are Mu'ad. And they gore each other. What's the law of a Mu'ad? Nezek Shalem. Oh, but this guy gored him. This guy gored him. There's, there's, there's two damage on both sides. So again, Mishalmim Bemotar Nezek Shalem. 
So again, you make the difference, and the, the difference, you pay full nizik. In our case over there, you damage 100, damage 50. So the difference is 50, pays 50, because nizik shalim. Ehad tam ve'ehad mu'ad. Oh, and it'll turn another case. One shore was a tam, and one was a mu'ad, they gored each other. Mu'ad betam mishalim b'motar nizik shalim. So the mu'ad is going to have to pay the difference, nizik shalim. And the tam will pay the difference. Again, so far there's no uh, no differences than we would have thought. Okay? Oh, now we get into a different case. You have two humans. That damaged each other. Nezek Shalim. Okay, we understand that also. A man, there's no such thing as Tam. Adam Wa'ad Olam. And therefore, you always pay the difference between which, oh, you can't say Hatsi Nezek, it's not an animal. Therefore, he pays always Mu'ad. Ah, let's talk about now an animal and a human being that get into a uh, fight over here. Adam Bimu'ad. Mu'ad Adam. So you have a short Mu'ad that gores a man. And the man attacks the shore. So the damage is both ways over here. They're both mu'adim. Mishalem b'motan, nezik shalem. Two nezik shalems. So therefore you pay the difference, nezik shalem. Whoever damaged more has to pay the nezik shalem, whatever the difference is. Adam betam. Betam be'adam. Now an adam gets into a fight with a short tam. He damages him, the shore damages him, so on and so forth. Adam betam mishalim b'motan nezik shalim. The Adam's got to pay nezik shalim. Tam be'adam, but the tam, even if he damages an Adam, mishalim b'motan chazi nezik. So the tam applies ben short to a short, ben short to a Adam. Rabbi Akiva Omer, af tam shehaval be'adam mishalim b'motan nezik shalim. He says no, no, no. The tam rule only applies to shores against shores. But a short against an Adam is Nezek Shalim. So it's a big mahlokit in exactly where the Tam rule applies. By Adam, we all agree. Like you said, Adam Mu'ad Le'olam, he's always Mu'ad, Nezek Shalim, the first time. Mashaykh Le'gabe, a short, short Le'gabe, short, first three times Tam, then you have a Mu'ad. The question is, short Le'gabe, Adam, they already have a mahlokit, Tanakama and Rabbi Akiva. Tanakama says, short Le'gabe, Adam, the same rules. Tam, and Hatsi Nezek. The Bianca says, no, 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 no. You damage Adam, it's already Nezek Shalem. Now the Gibbana is going to give a source for this. Tarun Abanan. We have a Braita. Braita says like this. It's by the Pirashah that talks about a shore that damages an Adam. So it says, O ben yigah, O bat yigah. It damages the boy, damages the girl. It says, you will follow this law. Now, obviously, there was a law written above. Whatever we wrote, whatever we wrote above, the same law applies when a short damage is a human. So, Kabbalah says, what does that mean? Kemishpat shor beshor. Kach mishpat shor beadam. Ma shor beshor ta'am mishalem hachi nezik. Mu'ad nezik shalem af shor beadam. Right before this parasha of Shor Shezik Adam, it talks about the sugya of Shor Shezik Shor. 
it talks about the case of uh, Mu'ad and Tam. So whatever we said by Shod, Shezik Shod, there's a difference between Tam and Mu'ad. Kavishpat Tazayase, same law is going to apply. That what? When Shod is Masik Adam, the first three times will be Tam, and then you have uh, Mu'ad. Kavishpat How is it going to be Akiva? Akiva, Omer, Kavishpat Batachton. Which means, it talks about a shore damaging a human. Right above that, talks about the case of a shore mu'ad. And above that, talks about the case of a shore tam. So, kamishpat is going on what's right above it. Which means, what's right above it is talking about a shore mu'ad. Oh, kamishpat the dafka, when a shore damages Adam, it pays Mu'ad. It's not going back on the whole story. It's going back on what? Batahton. What's the lower one, not the higher one. And the same you have three that are back to back. You have on the first pasuk, a short tam. Then you have the second pasuk, short Mu'ad. Then you have short shinagah Adam. And by short shinagah Adam, it's kemishpat hazeh. What's kemishpat hazeh? Like the tahton, like the, like the case that's right above it. But not like the case that is on top. Meaning the Kemishpat only applies to the case of a Shur Mu'ad. Just the Shur Mu'ad pays Nezik Shalem, so to Adam, Shur Nezik Adam pays Nezik Shalem, Kemu'ad. So it's a big machlok at, uh, between Abiyah Kemal and Tarakama. Oh, Yachol, Mishrem Af Min Aliyah. How far you want to go? Because we know what's the, what's the law of Shur Mu'ad. You pay Min Aliyah. What does Aliyah mean? Let's say the damage was a $200 damage. The short is only worth $100. The guy's got to pay from his house. He's got to pay from his, from his money. That's been aliyah. You have to compensate. You can't just say, listen, uh, take the short. I'll, I'll take the short. That's only $100. I mean, not 100 So he's got to pay me aliyah. So you, are you going to tell me that when a short is mazik adam, it's, it's, it's muad. You got to pay full. Even min aliyah? So I said, tabu domar, ya'aselo. Oh. Okay, so it's it, it's like a Shur Mu'ad, but not exactly. Shur Mu'ad in the sense that it's Nezek Shalim, but it's Megufo. It's not more than the value of the animal that was Mazik. So it's like somewhere in the middle. Again, a Shur Mazik Ashur, if it damages a thousand dollars, what does it pay? A thousand. Even though the short, even though the short that was mazik was only worth five hundred, the guy gives him the short and he gives him another five hundred. Mashiachin short shizik adam, okay? The damage is a thousand. The short is only worth five hundred. Take the short. Oh, but you owe me another five hundred. Sorry. Eno v'shlemin aliyah. Kemishpat is a yaselo, lo meaning migufo, but not more. So that's the shita of Rabbi Akiva. Oh, the rabbanan has zelamali. Oh, so what do the rabbis do with the word? Kemishpat. Uh, what, what, what do they do with the word? Um, right, really? Yaselo should be the word. Which means, Verabanan Zelamali. What is Zeh coming to uh, exclude? Oh, because I guess according to. Uh, according to Tanakama, would we say. Ah. So you say, ah, the question is, what is the word Zed then coming to, to exclude? Because you're telling me 
it's the same exact law like uh, above. Whatever the law of a shore is that damaged the shore, whether it's Tam, whether it's Mu'ad, so too by a shore that's Masik and Adam, whether it's a, uh, it has a deen, the first three times will be Tam, Hatsi Nezik, and then the third time, whatever and on, it'll be a Nezik Shalem. So according to the rabbis, what is Ya'aseh, what is Hazeh coming to say? Which means like this. When it says Kamishpat Hazeh, it means a Shodas Mazik Adam, it's like this, but the exclusion of something else. Kamishpat Hazeh, Velo Kamishpat, something else. Kotribi Akiva is very good. Kamishpat Hazeh meaning it allowed the same law as a Mu'ad, but not the same law as a Tam. Because the source of Mazik Adam is always a Mu'ad, but it's not a Tam. So like the Mu'ad law, not the Tam law. But according to the rabbis that say it's exactly equal, that Shor Shizik Adam is exactly like Shor Shizik Shor, there's Tam and Mu'ad. So what's the Zeh? Zeh is an exclusionary terminology. That's the Gibraltar's question. The Rabbanan, Zeh Lamali. Ah, Le Potro, It's coming to exempt from the four payments, which means, if a person, let's say, is chovel b'chavero, if a person damages his friend, he has to pay four payments. But according to this, when a short is mazik in Adam, there is no four payments. The four payments are only by Adam. But this, but something else, it's not similar. Meaning, the tashlum arba'advarim. Over Rabbi Akiva, the Fotrum Arbad of Riminale, has Rabbi Akiva know the exempt the source of Zik Adam that the owner of the source be Patrum Arbad of Rim, Nafkane, the Ishki ten mum baamito. Ish baamito, but no short baamito. Very simple. It says, if a man gives a mum to his friend, he pay four things, but not a short that gives a mum to his, to, 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 to a human being. Over a banana. Rabbanan, what do you need Kibishpat Tazeh for? Rabbi Akiva's got a beautiful uh, pasuk to teach me that there's no Dada Devarim. Habamin imahi, which means if I just have the pasuk, Ish ba'amito velo shor ba'amito, I would have said, Habamin asa'al lechudeh. I would have said, okay, in that case where shor damage, maybe the shor, the owner of the shor doesn't have to pay for pain. Because pain is not a monetary payment. Pain is like... Uh, um, it, it, it is an extra payment. That she says, it, it's it's you didn't has, you didn't take anything away from that. That's that's a compensation. It's not a compensation. Not a On the pain, it's not a damage. It's that's the point. You, you didn't. It's not, it's not a reimbursement. Which is, I was yeah. When it comes to Adam, Shizik Adam, he pays Tsar even. But Shor Shizik Adam. You don't got to pay for the stuff. You got to pay for the damages and for the for the for the the workers' compensation and for the, the medical. Uh, oh, that's why it says another pasuk, right? About lipui v'shevet emalitende, because that's already compensation. Kamashmalan that what that no the pasuk says kamishpat comes and teaches me no, it's coming to limit that only Adam Shemazik Adam makes the payments, the five payments or the four payments, but Shor Shezik Adam doesn't make any of the payments. Not only Tsar, but doesn't make the payments of Shevet and the Of course, Nezik, there always is. Nezik, we always have, we always have to pay. Hatsi Nezik, we always know. Nezik. means they can pay the other, the other uh, payments. Very good. Next Mishnah.
Shor Shave Mane. Okay, I have a shor that's worth 100. Shenagach Shor Shave Matayim. Okay. It gored an animal that was worth 200. Let's say it's a tam. Okay. Okay? So we got a Hatsinizik situation taking place over here. Ve'ena nevela yafe kilum. Which means now the dead animal is not worth anything. Which means it was a full damage. He damaged the full 200. Just totaled, exactly. So therefore, what's the payment? A hundred. So the deen is, Because we know, Take the shor, finish. The shor is worth a hundred. I owe you a hundred. Take the shor, finish. That's easy. So it comes to Gemara and says, Take the shor. It sounds like, Take the shor. What if I want to pay you? But? Maybe I want to keep my shor. What do I owe you? A hundred dollars? I'll give you a hundred dollars. That's a so the Gemara starts the subject. Matnitin mani, Rabbi Akibahi. The Mishnah is going like Rabbi Akiva. The Tanya, we have a Brayta, famous Ma'lok between Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Akiva. A shore damages another shore. How do you make the payment? So we know Hatsinezik, but where does it come from now? So one Shita says, Yusham has shore bebeddin devrei Rabbi Ishmael. What does it mean, Yusham shore? Look at Nashi. Yusham, right in the Gemara. Yusham, should you evaluate the shore? Hamazik, that damage, the betin, the eternal masik maot, the mashu, shu hatsinezik, ubshave manesh, and I got the strap, the shave matayim, the end of the shave klum kamayi. That which means, you bring the animal to the betin, the mazik, they evaluate, you know what? This animal over here is worth a hundred. Oh, hundred? Okay, good. So that's exactly the damage that I gave you. Two hundred I damaged you, hatsinezik is hundred. I take a hundred dollars out of my pocket, and I pay a hundred dollars. That's the Mishmael. You evaluate the shore. In Betty, then I pay you. You sham has short. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Huchlat has short. What does Huchlat has short mean? As he says, has short at Smoyikah. No, you go to Betin. Betin says, Oh, this short is worth a hundred. Huchlat has short. Thank you. You take the short. Mm-hmm. So it's a mahloket if you, if the, if the Nizak gets money or gets the short itself. From Al Mishnah's Mashma, like Rabbi Akiva, gets the shore. Now, what's the what's the machloket? What's the root of this machloket? Because lechaura, it's got to be based on how they're learning the pesukim over here. B'may kame palge, Bishmael sabar ba'al chovhu v'zuzeu de masikle. Bishmael says, listen, the nizak is no worse than a creditor, which means you owe me money. Okay, you owe me money, so I'll pay you the money. Ba'al you owe me zuz, you owe me money, good. However, the Biakiva Savar Shutafo Ninhu. Not a creditor. You're, I'm your partner now. Once already your short damages my short, I'm a partner in that short. I have a piece of that short. Where did this partnership uh, come from all of a sudden? The Mahlokan is really how to learn the Pesukim. Umachru so what do they do? Shor mazik. So it says, you sell the shor, hamazik, and you pay him half the uh, price. Right? Rabbi Ishmael sabar lebedina kamazar rahmana. Rabbi Ishmael learns the pasuk, that pasuk is talking to betin. Betin has a responsibility. Hey, listen, this guy owes a hundred dollars. So you know what, betin? Sell the shor, make sure you get the right price, and then uh, pay, uh, pay the nizak, 
the proper money. Oh, however, Rabbi Akiva Savar, Lenizak Umazik, Mazar Lehu Rahamana. No, the Torah is talking not to Betin. It's talking to the Mazik and the Nizak. You are partners now in this animal. Therefore, you both have rights to sell. How I mean, they both have rights to sell. What does the Nizak have rights to sell? It's not yours. Oh, yeah, you do. It is mine now. Once already, your animal gores my animal and, and, and that damages it now and they killed it now. Now already, I have a piece of that animal now. So therefore, umakru. Now in this case over here, where the whole animal's worth that amount, I'll take the whole animal. I mean, I have rights to sell it just like you have rights to sell it. I have rights to sell my hef. And you have rights to sell your hef. That means we are already considered shutafim. Now in the case with the whole animal, that's the whole worth of what you owe me. So the whole animal belongs to me. Nothing belongs to you. I'll take the animal. Look at Rashi. Shutafim ninu. Yeah, the Torah made the Mazik and the Mazak partners. The Pasuk is exactly our case. A Shave Matayim, Shinagat le Shave Matayim. Kidatamanitin. Zeu Shora Amur Batora. Hilkach, Haka de Mazik enoshave elamane, Lutelitashor. Exactly. Which means we're 50 50 partners in the Shore. But you know what? You owe me. You owe me a hundred. My value is the whole value which you owe me. Takes the show because I have a partnership in the show. That's the way to be Akiva. I mean to be... Yeah, understands. That's right. To be Akiva. Comes the Gemara and says, My benayhu. Oh, what will be a nafkamina? Lema'aseh between them. Which means, Lema'aseh, you're right. Each one is getting the same payment at the end of the day. Getting hundred dollars worth of shoes, sure, getting hundred dollars worth of money. Give me a, a practical nafkamina between these two shitot. Give us a simple nafkamina. Hikdishon nizak ikabenayu. Very good. If the nizak made it hikdish, which means uh, the animal gourd, right? All of a sudden, uh, the nizak comes along and says that animal over there is hikdish. According to the Bishmael, you have no right to make it hikdish. You, you, you have no, you have no, you have no claim in that animal to make it hikdish. I owe you money. So you're a creditor. You can't make my animal like this. Whereas according to the B, Akiva, no, you're a partner in that animal. You can't make it like this. So it would be kamina if the Nizak made it like this. Is it like this how? If you hold the own part of it, you can make it like this. If you hold, no, no. Look at that sheet. Nizak Look at this. Akiva Very good. Comes again and has a question. Nachman. Mecharom Mazik. What happened? The Mazik sold the animal. Before they got to Bedin, they didn't get to Bedin. His animal was Mazik. Okay, beautiful. Now what does he do? He went and sold the animal. Does he have a right to sell the animal? So the Gebarah says, L'Rabi Yishma'el Mahu. According to Yishma'el, what should we do? Well, the Chawra, it's my animal. I do whatever I want with it. I owe you a hundred dollars. So what's the Sheila? So the Gebarah gives two sides. Now, what's the shila? Kevan da marbishma ba'al hovu. Listen, I owe you money. Vizuzehu de masikle. Your claim against me is only money. Makhur. I can sell it. And I'll pay you a hundred dollars from cash. Odilma, or maybe you say no. Kevan de mishabedle le nizak. Since the nizak has a, a lean on that animal, lav called kemineh. 
maybe you can't sell it. Maybe I have a, a position in that animal over there. That she says, because let's say the guy doesn't come up with the cash. Mm-hmm. He could take the short. So you can't say that the Nizak has no relation to this short over here. You're right, you can pay me with money. But if you don't pay me money, I can take the short. So maybe even according to Bishma'el, the Mazik would not be allowed to, to sell. That's the question. Kebara says, Amar le, Rava says, Eno machur. Sale is not sale. Oh, uh, but we have a bride that says it is sold. Kabbalah answers, Hozer Vegovehu. Which means, yeah, you sold it. But the Nizak can go to the guy that it was sold to and take it. So the Kabbalah says, if he can go and take it, so then what do you mean it was sold? There's a bride that says it's sold. It's sold. It's not sold. You tell me that the Nizak can go to the guy that bought it and take it. So the Gemara says, What did he sell it to him? He didn't sell it to him anything. So the Gemara answers, No, he sold it to him for plowing. Right, which means, have a Mazik. The shore was Mazik. Beautiful. Okay, you know, so you know what? I'm going to sell it. According to Ishmael, technically, you should be able to sell it because what well, I owe you money, I'm going to sell it. Or do you say, well, there's a shabud over here. We got bright, one bright that says, it's not sold. One bright that says, it is sold. Oh, you know what I mean? It's sold, but like partially. For what? I'm selling it to you, let's say you have rights to plow. Good. He plows with the animal. All of a sudden, the Nizak comes along and says, hey, oh, that's my uh, short. Oh, so therefore, he'll have to pay rent to the Nizak. Because it's my, uh, I have a claim over here. So he sold it for the Dya. Look at Rashi. Third line in Rashi, please. Look at Dya. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I said the opposite. I don't have to pay you for that. Which means I bought it for that. You want to take the show now for uh, payment? Okay. But that I was able to plow it, it's mine. You can't come along and tell me, hey, hey you're plowing with my animal. Hey, I bought it. So the sale is a sale I could plow for free. But if the uh, Nizak comes along and wants to take it back, he has a right to take it back. So it's sold partially. For plowing. That's the way the Gemara is saying. I can use it. Oh, so what do you learn from this story over here? What do you learn from this story? You learn from this story. A guy borrows money. Right? And then he sold metaltelin. Right? He starts selling his goods. So the deal is, Betin govin lo mehem. Which means they can go to the Likuchot and take the Metaltali. Just like over here we're saying. That what? Betin or the Nizak can go to the guy that bought the shore and take the shore. So let's apply that to every case. I owe money. You know, I start selling my stuff. Guy comes to me. Uh, where's my money? Uh, sorry, I don't have any money. Huh? But you just sold some stuff to this guy. Go to that guy. Betin will take and repossess the stuff. Now. Comes the Gemara and says, and we know that's not true. 
That's right. That's right. That's the Gemara's question. Saying, based on what you're telling me over here, it should come out this law, and we know it's not so, because metaltinim are not mishrobad to the law. Only karka has a lean. So what are you talking about? It doesn't fit. What's the difference between the cases? Kemara says now, Shani hatam tichman da'asao apoteke dame. Oh, what is it, apoteki? Apoteki means, and it's, a, it's an abbreviation of words, apotehekae. Here it will be standing to be paid. Which means, you come to me, and uh, I lend you money. I say, how am I going to get paid? I'll pay you. No, 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 I'll pay you. I, I want to know from where. So you took, you took a piece of metal to me and you said, you can get payment from this. Now when you designate an item, a potekae, that's like you put a shabut on it. Then already, even if you sold it, I can go after that item. So a shor that was mazik, it's since there's a shabut on it, it's as if there's a lien on the shore. So I can go now after the shore, even. But a regular case of money, stop, you saw my tat lien, can't go after. So the Gibbana says, What Rava said, Let's say you made your Ever in Apotika. You borrowed money. You guys, how are you going to pay me? You know what? My Ever. There's an Ever over there. Ever Kanani. If I don't pay you, take the Ever. He made the evidence of the He made the evidence like, a, like a, a collateral to the payment. So the Gemara says, Mecharo ba, Mecharo. Then he sold them. Baalchov govehemenu. Good. The Baalchov can go to the, to the evidence and take it. However, Shor Apoteki, if he made his ox in Apoteki, Mecharo and Baalchov govehemenu. So what are you talking? Here it says that what if you, if you made the Shor in Apoteki, you are. Uh, uh, um, you owe me money. How are you going to pay me? My short. Now you go and sell it. I cannot go get the short. But in this case, you're telling me he can. Uh, what is what do you, What's the difference? So the governor makes a beautiful haduk. Eved my ta'ama. What's the reason, by the way, when I make my eved napoteki, the baal hof can go get the eved mishum de'it lekala, because there's a call, which means people here in the street. There's rumors in the street. There's talk in the street. When I'm selling this Ebed, everybody knows, oh, there's an apotheki on this over here. So therefore, the guy can't claim after, oh, I bought an Ebed. No, no, you should have heard it already. Ebed, just like on Karka, there's, there's talk. People know what's going on with Karka. People know what's going on with Ebed. On a regular short, on a regular short, no, not a damaging short. A regular short, I borrowed money. And, hey, uh, you say, how are you going to pay me? Uh, my short will be an apotheki. Nobody knows what's going on with shores. Now I sell it. The guy who bought the shore doesn't know there was anything on the shore. There's no talk. Oh, that's why you cannot come along and take it from him. Mashiach in the Gemara says, Hainame kevan de nagah kala itle. De toran naghana karule. Everybody knows about the goring oxes. Everybody has a name. The goring ox. Therefore, when I make a shore, uh, an apotheki, People know it's a famous short. Shores, axes that gore are well known. Therefore, what happened? Let's just speak it out clearly now. The Mazik, uh, 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 he damaged. You know what? If he damaged, you know what? I'm, I'm selling the short over here. According to Bishma'i, you can sell it. I mean, it's still mine. I owe you money. Oh, so what's the deen? Mecharo. Makhur. But Lenyan what? Lenyan, you can plow with it. 
But if the Nizak wants to get paid from it, he could take it back. What do you mean take it back? Are you telling me over here that a Baal Chov now can go take metaltaline? No, he made an apotiki. So what? You make a shor in apotiki, it's nothing. That's a regular shor. But a shor, that gourd, everybody knows about it. And therefore when this guy bought it, he must have known that this is a goring shor, therefore he knows that there's stuff on it. Therefore, when the Nizak comes to get paid from it, he can't say, oh, I had no idea. Eh, just like in Evid, there's, 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 there's talk, just like at Karka, there's talk on a shore as well, that's a Naghan, there's also talk. That's why it's sold, yeah, it is sold. It's not sold at all. You can't sell it all. I'm a partner, you can't sell it out me. But according to Mishra, that says, no, it belongs to the Mazik. He can sell it, meaning that the buyer can plow. The Nizak can come along and say, nah, it's mine. You can't charge the guy for plowing. Oh, he could take it. Huh? I put the key. Oh, no, there's a call. The Gemara continues. Tani Rav Tahlifa Bar Ma'arava Kamed Rabbi Avhu. So Rav Tahlifa Bar Ma'arava. Now she says, Bar Ma'arava, Me'eris Israel Hava. He was a Bar Ma'arava, he was from Israel. He learned in a bright, he said the following. Makro. <coughs> so we're talking about a case over where the shore of a mazik damaged, uh, right, the nizak, and now he has to pay. So it says makro. He sold it. We don't know who sold the animal yet, but they sold the animal. They sold the animal that was mazik. In makur, the sale is not a sale. Hikdisho, but if he made it hikdish, mukdash. So the Gemara asks, Makro man, who sold it? Ilema mazik. If you tell me that the mazik sold the animal, after it was mazik, he sold it. Makro en makur, and you tell me the sale is not a sale. Mani, who must be the author of this statement? Rabbi Akivai. De Amar, Huhlat Hashor. Because Rabbi Akiva, we, we learned earlier, says that a shore that damages, that shore now belongs partly to the Nizak. The shore belongs to him. Hence the Mazik has no rights to sell it. Therefore when the Braita says, en Makhur, must be the Mazik sold it. And it's going according to Rabbi Akiva that says he has no rights to sell it. Mugdash. But if he makes it Egdesh, the Egdesh is Hal. Atan Rabbi Ishmael. But that must be going Rabbi Ishmael, the Amar, Yusham Hashor, the Bedding. If you tell me the Egdesh is Hal, that means it's the Mazik Shor. That follows Rabbi Ishmael that says, Yusham Hashor, the Bedding. Then all we do is evaluate the value of the Shor, and we pay. But the Shor belongs to the, uh, to the Mazik. So it's a Stidalechaula. Because if you're telling me it's the mazik that's doing the selling, so then in one end you tell me that the sale is not a sale, because he has no rights to sell it, that's like Rabbi Akiva, and then on the other end you tell me that the Ekdesh is Chal, that means it's his, that's like Rabbi Ishmael, Stira. Also we have to learn differently. Ela Nizak, I must be talking about that the Nizak sold the Shor. Machro eno Machur, oh, so again if he sold it, it's not going to be good. Mani, who's that going like? Rabbi Yishmael. 
That must be following what the Shittah of Rabbi Shema'il, that says that the animal really belongs to the Mazik. If the animal belongs to the Mazik, so the Nizak has no rights to sell it. That's why Makhro eno Makhur. Hikdisho Mugdash. But if he made it like this, it is indeed Mugdash. Atand Rabbi Akiva. That's going like Rabbi Akiva that says that it belongs to the Mazik. So either way you're learning, you have a stira in the Braita. So the Gemara says, Le'olam mazik v'divrakol. Really, I can tell you, Le'olam mazik. Really, it's talking about the mazik is selling. Oh, so mazik is selling, you told me, Makhro en Makhur. So the Gemara says, V'divrakol. It's going like everybody. According to uh, the Shita, of Rabbi Ishmael, Makhro and Makhur. So I understand. Because what he holds, what? Rabbi Ishmael says again. Again, Rabbi Ishmael holds what? Rabbi Ishmael says, Yushama Shor Bebeddin. Oh, Yushama Shor Bebeddin. That means what? That it belongs to the Mazik. So I understand. That doesn't make sense then. Which means, Makhro and Makhur, why not? Lechaura belongs to him. So we say, no, it's going the Devra call. Machro eno machur afidul Rabbi Ishmael. Even according to Rabbi Ishmael. Why isn't it a sale? De'am mishabeda le'lenizak. Oh. Because there's still a shi'bud somewhat to the nizak. Which means even Rabbi Ishmael is going to agree, even though the animal belongs to the mazik, but he can't sell it. Why? Because... You're right, still there is a shabu that the nizak has on the animal. And therefore, he's not going to be allowed to sell it. Rashi, le'olam mazik, u'makhro eno makhur le'gufe ka'amar. Which is, all it means to say is, it's not a sale in totality. Yes, like we learned earlier, he could sell it for the plowing, let's say. Which means, the mazik is able to sell the short, even according to the Bishmael, that says what? That holds that Yusham Ashur. Oh, so then why Makhro'en Makhur? Makhro'en Makhur means don't think if he sells it, that the Nizak cannot get paid from it. No. Makhro'en Makhur means that it's not sold in totality. Meaning if the Nizak is going to go now to the guy who bought it, he can take it from him. Ella what? The, the guy doesn't have to pay him for the plowing and things like that. But the point is, don't think if he sells it, it's sold and the shabud goes off. No. Makhro en makhur means that the sale is not going to take off the shabud. Hekdesho mugdash. Oh, when you told me hekdesho mugdash, if I make the, the mazik makes it hekdesh, afilu rabi akiba. Oh. According to Rabbi Akiva, what did Rabbi Akiva hold? Rabbi Akiva's shita was that the shor belongs to the nizak. So if the shor belongs to the nizak, so how could the mazik make it higdish? So Gemara says, Mishum de Rabbi Abu. Ta'amar Rabbi Abu, Gezera, Shemme Yumru, Higdish Yotzeh Bedo Pidyon. Gezera, really the higdish should not be hal. But we don't want people to say that you made something higdish and then you didn't make it pidyon. So therefore, Rabbi Abu's deen is, even though the higdish shouldn't be hal, because it's not the maziks to make it higdish, but what? You're going to say you have to do nothing? People are going to say that your higdish goes away without a pidyon, therefore we can say the bright is going, Nikola Alma, Tarun Abanan, Short time shizik. 
Okay, sure, we're going to go to a brighter, a lot of dinim, but the Gemara is going to explain each din. Shortam shizik. Achlo amad bedin. Okay, before it stood in the judgment, makro makur. If you sold it, which means it's sold, the sale is a sale. Hikdesho mugdash. If you made it hikdesh, it's hikdesh. Shehato, if you slaughtered it, venato be matana, and you gave it as a matana to somebody, mashasa asui. It's okay. Mishamad bedin. However, once already it went to the deen, and already the courts already ruled on it. Makro en makur. The sale is not a sale. Hikdesho en mugdash. Hikdesh not hikdesh. Shehato venato be matana lo asa velo kedum. But let's say the mazik owed money out to other people. So the Baal Chov came and took the animal. And he took the animal. Whether the obligation of the debt came first, then the damage, or the damage came first, then the debt. Either way, if the Baal Chov takes the animal, lo asu velo kelum. Nothing. He has no right to take it. Because the payment of the Rizak comes from the goof of the animal. And we'll see what that means. This is the Blaita. Continue. But a Mu'ad that was Mazik. That means the short was a Mu'ad. Ben Sha'amad Bedin. Ben Sha'amad Bedin. Whether it was Omer in Deen or whether it was not Omer in Deen. Makro Makhur. The sale is a sale. Hekdesh or Mugdash. Because anyway they're paying so I don't care what happens to the animal. It's somebody has to pay anyway full price. Now the Gemara is going to go to each step of these this Braita and analyze it. Amar Mor. We take the Braita step by step. This is why the Tam case now. Mechar Oh, you're telling me it's mecharo machur l'rajah. It's only sold le'inyan it's rajah, le'inyan the plowing. Meaning, we're going according to Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael says what? Yusha mashur. That what? The shur really belongs to the mazik. Oh, so technically he'd be allowed to sell it. But don't think when we say he's allowed to sell it, that the nizakna has no claims on the shur. No, the plowing, which means the guy who buys it can plow it, but the nizak has rights to go down to that guy and claim it back and take it as payment. Good, that's what she said. Correct, so the, he has a right to sell it, but don't think it's in totality. Because he cannot, he cannot take the, uh, the shabur off the animal. No, mechrum akhur is a sale. But when the nizak wants to pay, he go to that guy and take it back. Hikdeshom mugdash. Oh, if he made it hikdesh, it's considered mugdash. Mishum de Rabbi Abu. Oh, that's following Rabbi Abu. Now, according to Rabbi Ishmael, that says it's his, it's the mazik shor, I don't need it. It's pasut that you can make it hikdesh. It's even according to Rabbi Akiva. Even according to the Akiva that says it belongs to the Nizak, still if he made it Ekdesh, it's going to be uh, Hal, because of Rabbi Abu's deen, that says what? Gizera, we don't want you to say that Ekdesh is not around, the people who think that uh, animals go out without a pigeon. So therefore Ekdesh, Ekdesh, could Rabbi Abu. Shechato 
v'natno b'matana. Oh, he slaughtered the animal and he gave it as a gift to his friend. Okay, it's done. What's that? It sounds like means that's it. The nizak cannot take payment from it anymore. You once you slaughtered it, you gave it as a gift. The nizak is out. He cannot go take this animal. Oh, Oh, I can understand if you gave the gift as a, you gave the animal as a gift, meaning you gave it as a gift for plowing purposes. But if the nizak wants to go get paid, he can take that animal back. So that no b'matana mashas it's not going to be worse than selling. Just like the sale is a sale for the plowing, so the gift will be a gift for the plowing, but the shemur is still there. In a shechato, but if you slaughtered it, there's no plowing over there. And you tell me mashasasui sounds like what? That now the nizak cannot get paid from the meat of this animal. Why not? Let the nizak still come and get paid from the basar. Why you tell me that if the guy slaughtered the animal and gave it as a gift away? So now you tell me that's it. Sounds like the nizak, nizak cannot get paid. Why can't he get paid? Let him go get the uh, meat. The Tanya, because we learned the Braita, hai. It says shor hai. And the ela hai. They can only get paid when the animal's alive, the mazik. Shechatomi nine, how do I know that I even get paid if the animal was slaughtered, the mazik's animal? Tawud Omar, umakhru et tashor, mikol makom. When it's umakhru et tashor, it doesn't matter, hai, not hai. So the question then is, what's the case if you gave it as a matana, why can't the nizah go uh, get the meat? Why? Tell me, mashasasui. Meaning, by matana, I can tell you, mashasasui, meaning the sale is a sale. Means the guy is able to plow with it, but the nizak can come and take it. Good. But Matana, you can't say, by you can't say that. When you sold it for plowing, how are you going to plow with a dead animal? Ela Masha Asasui sounds like it's his in totality. Why should that be? Samar of Shizbi, Lonitzlecha Ela Lifhat Shechita. Ah, we're talking about over here, the Enyan Pechat Shechita. What is Pechat Shechita? Masha Nifheta Damav Bishchitato. Now that the mazik slaughtered it, so obviously it's nifchat damav. The price of the animal went down. In a mazik mishalem, the mazik does not have to pay in that pot, which means he pays tam. So you pay migufo of the animal, correct? So you pay migufo of the animal. So now that the animal, let's say, became. Uh, Slaughtered, and therefore, what happened when it got slaughtered? So now it became uh, uh, less. It's chesron. So the hadush of the mazik does not have to pay the nizak for this pot. What would be the uh, the analogy? For example, we have a law that says like this. Get the clarity in this case. Short time is mishdalim rak begufo. Okay. So what happens? Let's say, let's say like this. The shore when it damaged. The goof of the shor was enough to pay Hatsinizik. But now that it was Nishat, it doesn't even have Hatsinizik worth to pay. So you would have thought that maybe the mazik has to compensate. Of course the nizak can go take the basar. But even though the basar now is not worth the Hatsinizik, that he's able to do that. And therefore the pot. The mazik does not have to compensate, which is a big hadush over here, which comes and teaches us, which we're going to see right now, a big hadush. If I owe somebody money, 
and I have a collateral of some sort that's mishubad to this payment, and I damage the item and cause it to lose its value, I don't have to compensate. Because that's what the guy's doing over here. He has the short. It's really owed to the nizak. What did I do? I did something to it to cause its value to go lower. And I'm off the hook. The mazik does not have to compensate. So the Gemara is going to say right now. Gemara says, This is clearly teaching us. It's right. I owe my friend uh, uh, money. Yeah, I owe him something. So I have a field. I'm going to pay him in the field. I go to the field and I make holes and ditches into the field over there. Even though he, I told him, hey, you're going to get from this field, that's how I'm going to pay you. So I'm mazik shi'budosh shi'habiru, I'm patur. That's what's being said over here. Then she says, karka mishubedet shi'habiru. Same thing like the case of the shor. The shor is mishubedet to the nizak, and he damaged it. Kemana says, pshita. Which means, of course, what do I need to come and tell me? I, I, it's pashut that I'm learning it from here. What does he have to point it out? It's obvious. So the Gemara says, no, ma'udetema, hatam du amale lo hasartik velomidi. Maybe in the short case, when he slaughtered it, the reason why the mazik doesn't have to pay, the difference is because the mazik could tell the nizak, I didn't cause you any loss. The amale zikal What did I take from the animal? All I took was its wind. What did I take from the, the animal still out of it. I just took out its neshama. I just took out its wind. Which means, I didn't take out uh, uh, nothing. Well, well, why do I have to pay? For taking out uh, the air? For, for the animal? But in the case where I started making holes in the guy's property, in, in the sharbud, maybe I would have to pay. That even in that case, a person that's mazik, the sharbud of his friend, does not have to pay. So comes the Gemara and says... Now again, it's obvious if you went and killed your friend's animal, you're not going to be able to have that claim. And say, so, oh, all I did is take out the air from its, uh, from its uh, soul. As pashut not. On a shi'bud, but you're able to say it. Because what I do to it, uh, just take out the air. But when you broke his field, you damaged his field, maybe, maybe you'd say that the, uh, the Baal Hov has to compensate. Come on, no. So the Gemara says, Hai Rava Amara. Which means, we know that already as well. Which is, what did I need you to come and tell me this Hindush? I know it already. Where do I know it from? From Rabbah. Well, what does Rabbah say? A guy goes, his friend has Shtarot. Shtarot that he's going to get paid with. You know, Shtarot he's going to use as, uh, to get paid uh, his uh, debt, whatever they owe him. So the guy goes, burns his friend Shtarot. Oh, so what's the deal over there? Even though now his friend is not going to be able to collect the chovot, because the soref now is mazik shi'abud, this is shi'abud. So you see what? Mazik shi'abud hadero, even if he did it biyadayim, like this case we have soref shtarotav, you don't have to pay. So therefore, what did Rav, uh, Rav Unabrin of Yeshua teach me more in the case of the field? We know in the case of Rabbah, when you burn your French shtarot, you have to pay. What are you burning when you burn your French shtarot? The shi'abud. You don't have to pay. Because it's grama. I'm not doing something directly. I'm doing something indirectly. Because then maybe a guy can claim, say, what do I do? All I burnt was paper. You want me to pay you for uh, paper? But in the case where Mamashi made holes in the guy's shabud, maybe I would say, maybe he has to pay. 
That what? The ahacha, in the case of the slaughtering the shore, the mazik slaughtering the shore, that the nizak wants to get paid for, keman the hafarba borot shechinu maharot dame, it's similar to the case where he dug holes into the shemur of his friend's field, and still what? Kamar ma'asha'asa asui. And indeed, he is going to be patur bechol enyan. Again, you have to say the, the logic over here is, why is he going to be patur? Because that's the law. You're, 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 you're mazik a shamud. You're not mazik somebody else's property. It's really my property. It's just a shamud on it. So when a person is mazik a shamud, so he's off the hook. He doesn't have to pay the, the difference between it. Okay, comes the Gemara continues. Kadmu ba'ale chovot. Oh, now what happened? Ba'ale chovot came and they took the shore. So the Gemara says, Kadmu ba'ale chovot. And they took the shore. Ben hav atchilo hezik. Ben hezik atchilo hav. Lo asa velo kilum. I don't care when they took it, I don't care when the loan, I don't care when the debt was owed. Whether the debt was owed before it was mazik, or the debt came after it was mazik, doesn't matter. The Baalei Chovot cannot touch the animal. Uh, because the animal is, 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 is earmarked for the payment of the nizak. So the Gemara says, I understand if you tell me that why, if the nizakim came first, then the Baalei Nizikim kadmu. That's why the Balhof can't take it because there was something before you. This already is earmarked for the uh, for the nizak. But if you tell me that the Balhof really was first before it became a mazik, Balhof kadim. The Balhof came first. Vafilu ezik And even in the other case where it was mazik first and then the Balhof came, Balhof kadim. And really, I will tell you. You can tell me what that the Balhof. Uh, took the uh, the uh, 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 sure. You tell me that he has to give it back. Shmamina, you do you want to prove from this balhov meuhar, a balhov that came after another shabud. Shekadam begaba, mashegaba lo gaba. You want to tell me what he took? He didn't take. That's a big machloket, by the way. Which means there's a machloket throughout just that a balhov already is late, which means somebody came before him in turn. But when he was too fast. It's a big subject to think about now, whether he can hold on to it since he was tofes or not. What do you mean? The way you're making it over here is pashut. You're telling me, what? Well, pashut, if the Baalhof came uh, 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 second, he's got to give it back. Oh, that's not so, uh, that's not so much. If that was the way the case is being studied, you have an answer to this uh, famous uh, machloket. That, so they will give us question twofold. The only part of this bright that makes sense is if the nizak... Uh, came first, then I understand why the Baal Chov maybe shouldn't take it. Because of the Nizak already is, uh, has a Shabbat first. And even then, and even then, maybe he has no rights to go to the Chetayla, but if he took it, he should be able to, to take it. <coughs> so Gebra says, Gebra says, oh, you know what the case is over here? The Olam Emalach, Mashi Gava, Gava. Oh. You know what I tell you? Really, if the Baal Chov took it, he keeps it. Which is really in a regular case, in a regular case. Where that's it, there's another Shabud before, and the Baal Chov comes, hey, I'm taking it. Really, he gets to keep it. Oh, so what's this case over here, then with the Shor Mazik? Shani Hatam, the Amarle, and that's this line here. Here it's different. 
Because the Nizak can tell the Baal Chov the following statement. Ilu Let's say the shore belonged to you. Let's say the shore belonged to you. And damaged. Lo Wouldn't I go and get paid from you? Wouldn't you have to give me the shore? Dehai Torah de Azkan Mineh. Because the payment that I get is from the shor that was mazik. That's the words. Now let's analyze the words and get the clarity of what he's saying. He's saying, you know what? In this case over here, normally I could tell you, Baal Hov comes in his tofes, I don't care who comes first, Baal Hov keeps it. But this case is different. You know why? Because in this case over here, I'm going to tell you, you always give it to the nizak. I don't care if the Baal Hov came and grabbed it. Sorry. Why? Because the Nizak can go to the Baal Chov and say, listen, if your shore, if this shore that we're talking about was your shore, and it damaged, wouldn't I be able to take the shore? Why? Because the payment of Nizakin comes from the shore itself, which means it comes Migufo Shil Shor. And therefore he's trying to come along and say, since the payment of Nizakin is in the shore itself, it's the strongest Shabud. Which means it's more than a regular hov. And therefore, he's just trying to say, don't pay attention to the first part of the statement. If the shore was by you, of course, the shore was by you, of course you have to pay, because it's your shore. That's not what he's trying to tell him. The reason why you pay from the shore is because it's mishtalamna mishor de azkan mine. From the shore that was mazik. Oh. And therefore, the way that Tosafur explains it is like this. The Torah that damaged the Shoda damaged Even if the Chov came first It doesn't matter Even if the Chov came first Still, it goes to the Nizak. If the Chov came after, for sure it goes to the Nizak. Even if the Chov came first, doesn't matter. It goes like, why? Because the Shabud on the shore is the strongest Shabud. Shekin Gufoshil Hashor, who apotekin it to Nezek. Right? It's like it's built into the shore itself. Mashiach in a regular Chov, you don't get it from the shore, you get it from somewhere else. So therefore, the Hadush over here, just to, 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 to conclude, is when it comes to Baalei Chovot, I don't care when the Baal Chov was there, whether the Baal Chov was first, or the Baal Chov came second, doesn't matter. If he's tofes to shore, give it back. Why give it back? I came first. Or even if I didn't come first, normally the law is, if I'm tofes, I get to keep it. Not in this case. Nizakin, the Shabur is stronger. Why is Nizakin stronger? Mishtalem Megufo. Comes from the goof of the it's, it's, it's an apotiki, meaning it's as if I, I, I made a deal, you're going to get paid from the shore. Once you get paid from the shore, nobody else can take it.